Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. From Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 554 of Cognitive Dissonance, and this is the ha-ha, Rudy Giuliani's got the rota, ha-ha, <laughs> and so does Jenna Ellis, ha-ha-ha-ha, take that fucking strike force or whatever you guys are did, calling yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever see, did you see him fucking telling the people that are testifying next to him to take the mask off? Did you see that this week? He asks pretty forcefully. He basically says, I don't want to make you uncomfortable, could you, I can barely hear you. Is there any way that you would take the mask off? And then the woman confirms with everybody in the room, you can hear me, right? And they said, yeah. And then she said, oh, okay, well, I'm going to keep it on. And he said, oh, okay. Good I guess for they her. Can hear you. Good for yeah. her because that's one of those situations where that sort of like indirect social pressure, most people would be like, oh shit. And then take their mask off. That's just, yep. we're used to acquiescing to what sound like reasonable demands without reasonable, like, yeah. we, we yeah. do it without even thinking. You know, yeah. so yeah. good for her. I did see the videos of Rudy Giuliani fucking dabbing at his nasty, oh. sweaty. Can we talk about, is there any more, any person more physically fucking repellent than Rudy <laughs> Giuliani dabbing his fucking weird, sweaty penis skull with that yeah. fucking old man rag? <laughs> swiping sweat on the people next to him. Have you seen these videos? Yes. Yeah. He like it would only it would only be grosser if he had a squeegee and he was just squeegeeing <laughs> up and just like sw like swinging it. You know when you have a squeegee and you're doing your window <laughs> you go, and you go outside and you and you do that that sort of flick of the wrist yeah, to get yeah. rid. Like he, if he did that to his wife, that would be only one hair grosser than what he did. What he was uh, if that was his wife, I don't know. I don't, whoever he whoever he gropes with his fucking sweaty old hand Ugh. that's disgusting it is absolutely foul so like there, there's like two videos where what he takes out his nasty old man rag <laughs> from his fucking geriatric pocket and he like blows his nose and then wipes his head with the same rag and then runs it across his mouth and then like schmutzes it on other people like yeah has, we yeah. are in a pandemic you're literally you are fucking typhoid Rudy. Are you fucking kidding me? It's amazing. He's Rona Rudy. He's amazing. He's <laughs> Rona Rudy. Oh. And then the you other one, he's sitting next to this woman. I don't think he's married. He's sitting next to this woman and he dabs his whole sweaty person like yeah. he's getting. Yeah. He fucking he cleans himself with himself. that thing like he's stepping yeah. out of the shower at the gym. Yeah, he he sponge baths himself <laughs> while he's sitting there with his own sweat. He sponge baths oh. his own sweat on him. He, yeah. With that same nasty hand, he reaches over and just like 
pets this woman's arm. And yeah. I would just wanted to throw up for her. Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. It's oh. absolutely foul. And the this guy is just, he's just, he's just exuding this sweat and he's wiping this fucking, <laughs> like you say, the old man rag. Have you, have you ever, so did your dad use one of those? Did your dad use an old man rag he that did he blew not, his no, nose in? No, Okay, no. so my, my dad, my whole life, used one of the, it was a white hanky. He used to carry white hankies in his pocket all the time and he would blow his nose. Well, sometimes, you know, one of us kids had to do the the laundry or whatever. And so you take the laundry and you empty oh. it out and then you you pull out the fucking snot rag and no shit, Tom, you open up and it's crispy. It's like crispy. It's like straight up, That's, straight up. Oh. Like like it, you, you open like it up and it's like sock. a- Oh, it's it's worse. It's worse because it's multiple loads of jizz in there. Or whatever. It's like it's like the cum sock for a week and a half or whatever. And and you just immediately you just you, you, it, it, first off, it can stand up in a wind. It, it's it's that it's so stiff. It's so gross. starched. It could stand up in a wind, and then you got to throw it. And when you throw it, you could knock some paint off of something. You basically it's it's like a throwing star. It's like a juke throwing star. It's just a disgusting. It's disgusting. It's so foul. My dad used to do that all the time. He used to carry around a snot rag. And I don't know what the fuck would possess somebody to not just carry a few fucking Kleenex. You know, if you've got a fucking a few boogery Kleenex. nose, Jesus. And also, my dad smoked for, you know, a bajillion years. And any smoker out there yeah. knows for sure that you're not just, you're coughing a big, yellow, nasty fucking lung loogies. <laughs> and he was, that fucking thing was just plastered oh. with it. You didn't want to get it the day of because it's still wet. It's oh, still damp. Which is right? worse. Is so, it worse when so it's that's fresh? Worse. It's worse when it's fresh because when it's at least crusty, then you just think, okay, that's disgusting. But then there's sort of like a, there's like a viscosity oh, to it when it's oh. not. And that's unpleasant. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. So I just think whenever I see Rudy waving that fucking, uh, the, the fucking flag of, of COVID surrender around right? that he's constantly doing. I just think of my dad and how disgusting he was. He's, and I just think Rudy's <laughs> twice as disgusting. Rudy's so. like Uncle Fester. He's seriously, he I look at him like, holy he shit, your Uncle he Fester. Is. He grins yeah, with that yeah. weird no yeah. lip grin. And he's like, Nyeh. he's going to put his hanky in his mouth and it's going to light on fire. Or whatever, <laughs> like Uncle Fester did with the light bulb. Well, he's got the fucking Rona now and he couldn't fucking be happy. I couldn't be happier about it. Jenna Ellis has the Rona. He did yeah. say today from in the hospital, he's in the hospital with the Rona. So it's not like he's got no, the yeah, Rona. No, they took him to the hospital. Yep. They took him to the hospital for treatment right away. Yeah. So he's in the, he's a fucking million years old. Yep. Yep. 78 years old. And his body is you made, know, obviously made of exuding garbage. You know, there's a lot of 78-year-olds out there that are in so much better shape oh. than Rudy Giuliani. He looks like he looks like fucking uh the old guy at the end of fucking Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> he just fucking that's what he looks like to me. There are Shanghai or whatever. I don't know. That look better yeah. than Rudy Giuliani. Exactly. Are you <laughs> fucking like kidding me? Fucking asshole. I uh, I love that this is happening. Um, and at, at the same time that the entire case, case in fucking scare cases, quotes, yeah, the, the 50 cases. failed cases, 50 failed cases um, that, that the Trump administration has tried to put forward, including right, the, right. The, the case they put forward uh, to the Supreme Court seeking injunctive relief 
um, to try to invalidate the uh, yeah. Pennsylvania count. Yeah. And the fucking Supreme Court with no dissenters issued a one sentence <laughs> reply, which is basically like, no. And that yeah. was the whole this, thing. The Supreme Court swiped left. Yeah. They did not match. <laughs> you did not match on that one. You don't even get to send a message to them. <laughs> no. You know what? No. They swiped left so hard, they deleted the fucking app yeah. from your phone. That's they it. They gave up. They, they, they became celibate. They became <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a no so hard. I actually stitched yeah. my vagina closed. That's... <laughs> My vagina is is closed like like Rudy Giuliani's nose. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is this the Trump administration's final days are are a tremendously beautiful microcosm of cascading failures. It's like a fucking game of political mousetrap. It's like one fail, like the boot kicks the candle, yep, hits yep, the fucking yep. bowling ball, which like rolls yep. down. It's yeah. amazing. It's like you got four seasons and a tiny desk and 50 failed fucking lawsuits. Then your idiot fucking Corona denying lawyers all get the fucking Rona. And it's just amazing. <laughs> and at the very end of the whole thing, a boot kicks away all the potential Pfizer vaccine we could have. Oh, let's talk about you know, that. We could have, Ugh. but we instead it just kicks it away because, you know, because I don't know, because Trump didn't think... You know, there is some some argument to be made that you could say, well, uh, you know, maybe we weren't banking on that one alone, but this was one of the ones in Operation Warp Speed. This is one of the ones you should have been banking on because you kind of funded it. So I think that instead of trying to fucking, you know, play the ponies, you try to see if you can seal up more more of the one you, you sort of are convinced is going to be the winner. Well, the other thing is too is, it, they they offered him a hundred million extra doses. You're already buying some amount of doses. Yeah. So if you're buying some amount of some doses of a thing, that you have to presume that there's value to be had in the initial purchase. Hell, you've got 327 million people in the United States. They each need two doses of this thing. What the yeah. fuck are you turning this away for? What the fuck are we ever turning? What are we worried we're going to have too much vaccine? If you have too much, then you can say, hey, we have too much and then resell the extra. I guarantee yeah. there's going to be fucking buyers. What fucking world do we live in? We're in the middle of the fucking darkest part of the COVID winter. And earlier in the summertime, you're like, yeah, I want to make sure I don't have too much vaccines. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to yeah. have too many vaccines for this terrible illness ravaging the world. Yeah. What kind yeah. of leadership is this? Well, and and this just goes into I mean, I don't even know what you think is a Trump supporter at this point. I What do you think is a Trump because on the one hand, uh China is the culprit, right? So China is the one who 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 is the culprit. And let's be let's be honest, China, you know, China should have certainly shared more about this than they did. Absolutely, a hundred percent early yeah. on, but and yeah. but they it, they clearly did to Trump because he let that leak to that guy in February. <laughs> he at least knew right. something about it ahead of time, right? So on the one hand, it's China's fault, but on the other hand, it's going to go away, and then it, it's just going to disappear. But uh, but we're testing more, so there's more cases. But you don't need to wear a mask. But then. 
uh, there's going to be a vaccine, but I'm not going to take it because I don't like vaccine. Like, I, I don't yeah. even know. Like, there's so much cognitive dissonance at this point. Can you just start cross multiplying all the different conflicting views you have until you come to one particular view about you know, this because it yeah. feels like a tennis match is going on in their head. I don't believe it's a real thing. Oh, it is, but Trump's doing a great job. I don't believe it's a real thing. Oh, it is, but Trump's doing a great job. I mean, yeah. how do you even fucking how do you, look at yourself? Yeah, I, I actually am. I'm right there with you, Cecil. I've come to the conclusion that there is no point. There's no stance. So I, I find myself realizing the truth that I am not in opposition to a story, a narrative, a cohesive stance. What the Trump administration and these fucking supporters of the administration have is a loose amalgamation of random conspiracy theories. They're for real. Right. None of which necessarily match or even interconnect in meaningful ways. So you've got people that don't think it's real. You've got other people that think it's real, but it's not a big deal. You've got other people that think it's real and it's a big deal, but it was started by a, a lab in China and the Democrats are pushing it. And, you know, there's, so there's, it's, it's just, it's a fucking spider web of roughly interconnected bullshit that somehow many of these fucking Trump supporters hold pieces of all yeah. simultaneously at the yeah. same time. Yeah. And you're like, how the fuck can you possibly hold? I am not smart enough to be a conspiracy theorist at that level. At some point for me, the push pins would start popping out of the fucking bulletin board. Exactly. There'd be strings like flying a, everywhere. I'd lose exactly. my shit. Exactly. I, I, I just find it so, it's, it's just such a stupid position to have. But now, even with, even if you are going to give Trump the benefit of the doubt on any of the stuff that we've done that we, you know, and, and you and I have been pretty, we've been very critical of the entire very thing, of the entire uh, uh, response. Even if we're going to give him the tiniest bit of credit by saying, okay, well, yeah, you did do Operation Warp Speed, you still fucked that up, man. Yep. Like, you still fucked it up. Yeah. Operation Warp Speed is not, first of all, the, the very first vaccine that was produced was produced outside of the uh, rubric of Operation Warp Speed. We talked about that a couple of shows ago. Yeah. And then they right. tried to take credit for it, even though it was not a part of Operation Warp Speed. So it's like, all right, cool. Um, Thanks for trying to take credit for something that, that your operation yeah. didn't have anything yeah. at all to do with. And then right. you're going to build this, this, these, these vaccines, and that's great. And they're going to be produced by a number of different companies. And that's also amazing. And it really is a technological marvel. And I think that's tremendous and good for all of us. Good for all of us as, as humanity for fucking putting our heads together and figuring out many solutions out of this problem but what world are you fucking living in when you're like, yeah, I'm going to pass on any amount of this. Any, yeah. Cecil, if you if somebody came up to me and they're like, Tom, would you like to cash in all of the money that you have for some number of these vaccines? I'd be like, yeah, I'll fucking, absolutely. Let's fucking do it. Here's all the money that I can muster. I'll sell my car, whatever it is. Let's get vaccines out there. Because 2,000 people a day are dying. Yeah. If you have resources and you don't throw them at this problem, you're basically like, yeah, every every day it's 9-11. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I could get binoculars and look out for airplanes, but binoculars are kind of expensive. You know what I mean? What yeah. the fuck is yeah. wrong with you? Well, and then and then, you know, just the the uh Trump has sort of 
taken a huge step back. He, I mean, we can we can argue that he hasn't been doing anything anyway, yeah. right? You could argue that he hasn't been, do- and he has been fanning the flames of, you know, and, and that's the thing too, just even Trump just saying out loud, well, it's not a big deal. Oh, it's a, you know, you know, you got to wear a mask, you got to wear a big mask all the time, you got to wear a big mask. Well, what the fuck do you need the fucking vaccine for? Why are you touting this vaccine so much if you don't think it's a big deal? Yeah, right. You know, like, it right. just, again, even him, even him, he's just a fucking, he's conflicted. Well, and he but, was an anti-vaxxer you know, for a long time yeah, too. Sure. And and so now we're at this position where he's taken such a huge step back. He's mopey fucking, he's mopey fucking Melly walking around the White House. I'm so sad because I was, and I don't want to lose. And so, so that's, that, that's what he's doing. And now he's not doing literally anything. And, and this is not getting better day by day. There's no uh, top-down leadership at all. None. And we're just in this, we're just in this fucking sort of slow motion crash until January, and then nobody's going to want to listen to Biden because once that ha- once Biden takes over, half the country hates his guts and thinks he stole the election. So now they're not going to listen to him yeah. when he says, yep. I, I want to, I'm calling for a mass mandate for a hundred days to be a patriotic. He's, it sounds great, but nobody's going to listen to that. No, nobody's going to do that. No, because Trump, what Trump has primarily done with his remaining days since November 3rd is to poison the well. Yeah. Everything that he's done, all of his focus, all of his attention has been, and, and really dramatically so, has been on poisoning the well. So, um, and we watched, we because he's a spite-filled motherfucker, we watched him um, out of spite dismantle the entire Obama administration, right? He hated Obama. He made no yeah. bones about that. And, you know, he made it one of his goals to take all of Obama's achievements and try to destroy, dismantle, and roll them back. It, I don't think it mattered whether or not he agreed or disagreed, whether or not they were valuable to the economy or not valuable to the economy. The point was he can't stand the idea of somebody else winning. Somebody else gets. So right. the whole point of the of November 3rd to January 20th will really be to create a set of impossible conditions so that Biden cannot succeed inside those conditions to create traps, to put um, administrative and procedural barriers in place. Yeah. And, and he's working very, very hard on doing that. It, yeah. it has nothing to win- do with the good of the country. It has nothing to do no. with the good of the American people, the success of us as a nation, you know, the generational future for our children. He doesn't have some competing worldview where he says, I'm doing this because I think it's better for the world. That's what we had with all other presidents before, right? And we got to right. argue about Man, your worldview doesn't match my worldview, and but but at least even with assholes like W, you really thought that they had a view of the world and they were acting on the best intentions that were misguided and wrong, but they were acting on the best intentions to shore up a future they believed in. Right. Trump is acting on himself, and he's trying to hurt anybody that is his personal enemy, and he's willing to burn us all to the ground, man. All he is is a fucking fiddle manufacturer on the top of the fucking mountain. That's it. I I I I think that's a great way to look at it because it's 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 a hundred percent true. The uh what he's been doing has been always for spite. Everything he does feels like it's a hundred percent for spite. It's never in our best interest. And I just can't get my head around how people see him as a guy who is for them. How do you look at him and say 
that's my guy. He's doing, he's looking out for me when you could see every single thing that he's spending his time on is petty bullshit to try to either hurt yep. somebody or take something away from someone else. No, well, look, look at, look at, measure how he spends his time in a press conference. He spends all of his time in a press conference talking about himself and his own personal grievances. His last yeah. press conference was supposed to be about COVID-19. He treated that shit like it was fucking Festivus's airing of grievances. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, I thought yeah. it was going to be feats of strength after it was done. I thought he was going to fucking, Mike Pompeo was going to come out and they were going to wrestle <laughs> about something. God, I would love to see anyone. How much would you pay? Real, real quick, Cecil. How much would you actually pay to wrestle Trump? I would give up my coronavirus line vaccine. I would give oh. up my space in line for the vaccine to wrestle Trump. I'd sell both my cars tomorrow. I would... Yeah. I would sell both of my cars tomorrow for for the ability to just wrestle Trump. I'd figure out a way to remortgage my place <laughs> and take out all the equity yeah. in my house, which isn't a lot, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> and I would and I would figure out a way. I would oh my god. And I would I wouldn't want to just wrestle him. I would want to MMA fight him in a cage. Oh, so he couldn't get away. That would you can't be, get away. Oh. You can't get away. But could you imagine putting him in like a fucking full Nelson and just cranking oh. the down on that guy? Make it so he can't <laughs> breathe. And he's just all he's doing is able to flap his arms a little, just a little to try to tap, but he can't tap he anything. Can't his arms him. Yeah. Are his <laughs> arms. <laughs> and then he starts counting with his feet. He's counting up to <laughs> Amazing. You do that thing Amazing. with like heavy people where you like you squish them forward enough <laughs> that their own fat presses into their lungs and they can't breathe. That's you know, so they're weird. just like, I would want to so asphyxiate weird. him with his own fucking belly fat. That's what I, I would want to quickly feed him a fucking big Mac. <laughs> That's what I want to do. <laughs> God, I can't wait for him to go away uh, forever. I, me too. I, you know, I, I'm just so sad about how how many people are still on his side and this is not going to end but the day the inauguration day is going to come and go because you know nobody he keeps on going to these places and saying hey electors you shouldn't you should yeah. pick new electors on in different states and they're all like yeah we're going to pass on yeah, that we're not going to break democracy for yeah. you but seriously, he's asking them to pick different electors. Yep. He's asking the governors to dismiss the electors and pick new electors. If that happens, man, uh, uh, this whole country is just going to light up like a fucking Roman candle. Yep. It's going to be ridiculous. That's it. You, you, you cannot. That, that literally is the breaking of our democracy. That would, it be, really the, it would be the yeah. collapse of democracy. And we would just yeah. be counting the days until we become yeah. whatever is after this. But. Uh, don't do not expect anybody to be paying any any attention to any kind of COVID anything coming forward. They're already not doing it for the governors, yep. right? And that's why Trump, I think, never stepped in because he knew his base was full of you know a bunch of people who didn't want to do this. And if he would have stepped in, he would have he would have lost really badly if he would have had some sort of mask mandate from on high. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, one fucking K, bitch. You know what it is, bitch. That shit hit me like a fucking kid, bitch. Ah! Woo! Make this shit live. Make this shit go viral, bitch. I'ma lose my voice before I go fucking the work, bitch. I gotta work at ten o'clock, bitch. Fuck get a paycheck, bitch. What does it mean to be from Florida? Oh, Florida, straight drip. 
This story comes from Raw Story. Bombshell report outs Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for lying to people about COVID-19. Ron DeSantis is the governor of Florida, and he has got to be probably, he probably wins the second fucking prize this year for the most egregious misinformation and disinformation from a public official, yeah. major public official about COVID. Since this thing began in Florida, he has been standing in front of the cameras, downplaying COVID, talking about how masks aren't necessary, mocking and belittling the idea of shutting states down, about um, enforcing social distancing practices. Um, he stood in front of cameras, even like right before Florida had its big giant wave. Yeah. He stood yeah. in front of cameras, mocking these other states that had locked their economies down, saying like, come to Florida. Like yep. we're not, you know, we've got this shit licked. It's not a big deal. They're all going to look fucking stupid. He, he, he even like leaned over to the reporters at one point and said, you better apologize to me because I said last week that this wasn't going to be a big deal and a week later it's not a big deal or something. Yeah. And he, 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 he called out the reporters on the carpet at one point. So a report came out from the South Florida Sun Sentinel, which by the way is very difficult to pronounce. It is. It the is. South Florida Sun Sentinel. Okay. It'd be a difficult thing to sell door to door, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Can you sell the South Florida Sun Sentinel down yeah, by the seashore. I'm gonna put it right next to my next to my seashells <laughs> by the seashore. Yeah. So he was, um, as you might expect, he was suppressing bad news, spreading bad information, and ignored facts about the coronavirus. And yeah, none of that should be surprising because really we had the same fucking information this motherfucker had, but yep. he had more. So yeah. in the summertime, in 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 April, in May, in June, and July, when this motherfucker was standing in front of the cameras, like we were talking about, downplaying the virus, even as people flocked to Florida, even as people packed the bars, packed the clubs, packed the fucking restaurants in Florida, he was doing that to keep his fucking economy afloat. That's it. Yeah. He was yeah. just keeping that to keep the fucking cash flow going. And yeah. then very, very, very predictably. Florida was the, you know, one of the bigger states for a major fucking epicenter outbreak of goddamn COVID and the deaths that are associated with that. And even when that happened, he downplayed the fucking cases and the deaths. He's like, ah, it's just a blip. Yeah, it's just a blip. Yep. Keep yep. coming here to spend some fucking money. Disney, motherfuckers, Disney. Well, and, and it's blood in the gears and yep. that they, none of these people cared. They didn't care in Texas when they said, we, it's cool if grandpa dies. I don't give a shit. I'm, my fucking business is going under. Fuck grandpa. I'll fucking kill him. I will sacrifice him right now <laughs> if my business will stay. And they literally didn't care. And they did the same thing in Florida. The thing is, is that he, did you see that he, there was a data scientist down there that got their home raided by the cops? Yeah, so this, a woman who, who, who insisted on publishing the real data out of Florida they came in guns drawn and confiscated. This week, they confiscated yeah. all her shit, pointed yeah. guns at her fucking kids and her family and took her computers and shit. It's crazy. It's unreal. it's unreal. I think the only thing that we can look forward to in the Biden, uh, when Biden takes office is more truthful numbers coming out about COVID because there's so many different governors, Republican governors that were, that were fucking, they were, 
they were cooking the books. Yes, they are. They were, they were making it in a way that make it look like there wasn't a big deal. And, and you could tell that was the truth because as soon as fucking Trump lost or it appeared that he lost, even before Biden even was declared, they started coming out with, oh, it's getting pretty bad. Oh, it's getting pretty bad. You guys got to, we're going to have to do 30 days of masks. Oh, we're going to have to shut down for a little while here and there. And and they, you could just tell that they were fucking holding back some stats because they figured it would hurt. It wouldn't, it would hurt Trump if they, if they let them out. And how, how crazy is that, that you're willing to say, yeah, I'd like to be a leader of the people. And by leader of the people, what I really mean is in order to stay in charge, I'm willing to sacrifice the lives of the most vulnerable of my citizens. That is not leadership. How the fuck do we all care so much? Or not even just not all of us, but how the fuck do so many people care about hurting one dude's feelings? I, how the fuck is that possible, man? You know, if, if you said to me, if you don't quit your job, this man over here is going to die. You're going to die. This guy over here, he's going to fucking die. But you got to quit your job. And I need my job. My job pays for my life. You know, I need my fucking job. People, my whole family relies on me for this job. I would quit that job in a fucking second. That's not a moral quandary at all. Be like, yeah, I'll fucking absolutely quit my job. Don't kill that guy. What I'm baffled by is the idea that people, it's just a job. Being a politician is just a job. It's, it's all that it is. If you lose the election, if you're not a politician anymore tomorrow, you just go off and do a different thing with the rest of your time. That's it. It's a fucking job. You're not, it, you don't get like fucking flying wings or you know, can't shoot fucking fireballs out of your hands. It's just a job. Yeah. Who the fuck is like, yeah, I'd rather kill somebody than lose my job. It's a fucking job, asshole. But that's, that's where we're at. We're at a place where we're looking at people and they're making decisions and they're like, yeah, I'd rather let people die than lose my job. Are you fucking high? It's a fucking I job. I don't know. I uh, I think what I do is I'd let them die and then I would start a foundation in their name <laughs> to sort of remember them. I think that's probably what you need to do. And yes, I'm aware that Jason is at risk for measles, mumps, hepatitis B, diphtheria, influenza, meningitis, pertussis, polymyelitis, rubella, tetanus, tuberculosis, yellow fever. Look. There are hundreds of diseases. I can't protect my kid from all of them. So why protect him from any of them? This story comes from Newsweek. California protester says she'd rather put a bullet in my head than take the COVID vaccine. Wait, who is she talking? Is she saying her own head? Or is she saying the person who's talking to her's head? I think her own head. Okay. I think she'd rather, <laughs> I think she's so afraid of the vaccine that she would rather die of something different than okay. the vaccine. Got it. Okay. I don't know what she thinks the vaccine would do to her. Like, if it, don't take this vaccine, it'll kill you. Well, I better shoot myself in the head to avoid that. Oh, Jesus. That would Christ be terrible. I, I the, the only saving grace, Cecil, is with these fucking people, if they shoot themselves in the head, they're not going to hit anything vital. <sighs> Tom, <laughs> if you thought the fucking Herculean effort to get fucking a COVID vaccine in nine months, nine-ish months done, tested out there into the world, distributed to the first people this week before the end of the year, not just before the end of the year, couple of weeks before yep. the end of the year. If you thought that Herculean effort was amazing, you're in, you're in for a whole new treat about trying to convince uh. a probably 40% of our population to take it. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what my my sincere wish 
is, and it won't come true. Um, I know that it won't, but I wish that, um, that herd immunity did not protect the stupid because what's going to happen is at some point, people like this will over time, enough people will get the vaccine because the vaccine is going to be required by your employer as a condition for work. It's going to be required. Proof of a vaccine will probably be required in order for you to travel overseas. It's going to be enough places are going to put incentives in place. Even if it's not mandatory from the top down, there, there will be enough incentives in place that people will take this vaccine. It'll take longer than it should. Everybody should just line up in line and everybody should just fucking take the vaccine, but that won't happen. But there will be enough incentives in place, enough carrots rather than sticks in place to make a significant amount of the population go out and get this vaccine. And the unfortunate part, Cecil, is that people like this who avoid the vaccine, they'll be the ones that are protected by those of us who are responsible. Yep. And yep. I wish that wasn't the case. I wish people like this would still get the fucking Rona. I really, yeah. really do. I wish people we like have... this would get the Rona and they'd, and I don't want them to die. I want them to fucking have erectile dysfunction and I want them to have <laughs> like the fucking sleepies all the time and the fucking ir irreparable yeah. brain fog and the yeah. fucking and then the lose their sense of taste and smell. Taste. Yeah. yeah. We have a friend. You and I have a friend who's immunocompromised. Yeah. And she's probably not going to be able to take this vaccine. Right. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't either. know, I don't know if the testing is. I don't know. I don't know if the vaccine's going to work, right? I don't know if you're going to be able to take the vaccine. But this asshole who's sitting on the fucking sidelines here, who's on the street, they're the they're they're taking they're going to be breathing air and passing this around. And man, it's going to be hard to put enough incentives around, you know, travel, international travel isn't an incentive to how many people in this country. Right. Doesn't matter to them, right? Now, I know some anti-vaxxers. I know anti-vaxxers. And I know that they traveled to a country overseas. And I know that even though they're anti-vaxxers, they really wanted to go to this other country and they got vaccinated sure. because they, they wanted to go do this thing. But that's, I think that's like not as common as people who never leave their house, you know, sit there drinking Miller Lite and complaining True. about everything and never do anything. You're going to have to tie it to a stimulus or something like that in some way to make it so that they that they realize that it's something that they do. But then, you know, you look at all these other people who are now saying that it's the it's the mark of the beast and this is the end times and the vaccine is what God was telling us about. And the vaccine is the thing that you, if you take the vaccine, then you're part of the beast side or whatever. <laughs> I don't even know. And then the, the beast side, you go out there and you, uh, you, now you're, you can't go into heaven because you got the mark of the beast. And that's how, and, and that's how you now can go into the grocery store because you're wearing your vaccine sticker or right. that's how you go back to work is you, cause you, and that's how you're making your money. And that's how you can go to the movie theater. And that's, it's not transactional in the sense that it's the chip anymore. Now it's, it's going to be transactional because you got to prove you have the vaccine. And I'll be perfectly frank. Like if I was running a restaurant, I would seriously consider some way to make it so that people could prove to me they had the fucking vaccine before they came in. Do you remember when the, I think it was this, I don't know if it was a swine flu or the avian flu, but there was a flu several years back, maybe 10 years ago or so. And I, I, I remember being, there. it was, it was a, a reasonably significant flu pandemic. And I remember waiting in a big long line, big long line 
to get that flu shot. And then when I got the flu shot, they gave me a card with my name on it and a bunch of identifying information that says that I had been vaccinated. I carried that card in my wallet. I had that in my car, in my wallet for several years, actually. I just always transferred it, never thought twice about it. I don't think that this is going to be or that this should be terribly dissimilar. I think it's entirely reasonable for employers to say, yeah, cool. You don't want to return to work. You got to get this fucking vaccine. That's it. We do that with all kinds of, you have to get vaccinated for work in this country to go overseas and do certain things yeah. and be in certain to areas. Work so in a that hospital. has to happen. Yeah. It ha you have to do yeah. it. So if that, and that's okay. And, and I don't, I have no issue with, with us getting those, giving those vaccines out. You know, the people in, in the UK, there were, there was a daily today, a daily podcast today where they're talking to some of these people and they're saying they're not going to get it. Even in the UK. Now they didn't find a lot of them. A lot of the people that they played at least on this daily podcast were all, yeah, I, I'll, sure, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Some people were a little leery because Boris Johnson is the one who's pushing it over there. and They don't like him. Sure. So they're a yeah. little leery. And I understand that. And I think I would be very leery if, if Trump was, if that it had come out before the, uh, the election and it felt like it was just thrown together. But, you know, these are, these are, these, all these companies are getting it passed through all these different countries version of the FDA right. or whatever. Yep. So it's, they're all getting passed and you can see that they're all passing it. So it's not like you need to worry too much about it, but you know, I, I, there's people who are not going to take it and they're not going to take it in the UK and they're not going to take it in Canada. And I bet you more than anywhere else in the, in the world, the United States is not going to take yeah. it. There's going to be a significant group of people that are not going to take it. And you're going to, there's going to be you know, you think there was fights over masks? Wait till vaccine comes around. It's just yeah. starting, man. I don't disagree with you. I think I think that there are some common sense solutions that I, like I said, that I hope that we see. I think it would be great if insurance companies offered incentives against your premiums. So get yeah. a get a get a uh, Rona vaccine, and you get a hundred dollars off your, you know, two hundred dollars off your insurance premium. Um, sure. You know, I think it should be something like, great, you want to join this gym? Everybody has to be. If enough places make it annoying not to have it, eventually you'll, you'll it. need it, right? You'll just get it. So you'll just get if it. like, I can't go to the gym because you got to have the fucking Rona vaccine. If it's just the gym, then it's not going to fly. But if it's like, man, I can save some money on my health insurance. And the only way for me to join this gym is to have the Rona vaccine. Yeah. And the only way to get on an airplane, the only way to get on an airplane, know? even for interstate travel is with proof of a fucking Rona vaccine. I can't apply for a fucking passport without the Rona. There are, there should be a lot of incentives, lots of disparate incentives, like you're saying before, because you have to cover lots of different kinds of people who are going to yeah. be motivated by lots of different motivators. Different things. But we yeah. can do that. We can do that without making it mandatory. You can do it by putting a lot of incentives in place, carrots instead of yeah. sticks, because people will respond to that differently. I am yeah. really worried we won't do any of that and we'll just well, offer it like, I don't know, here it is. But insurance companies have the biggest incentive because the dollars that they outlay if people get the fucking Rona are huge. Well, I I mean, I have more confidence now that that maybe there might be some sort of plan to do that than I would if Trump was still the president. Yeah, true. You know? True, yeah. Oh my God, let's take a picture. Let's take a picture right now. Oh my God, here we go. Oh my God, I'm making a face. Like one big nose, delete it. Delete it. Oh. What am I doing? Why am I looking at orca whale? Delete it. This story is from the BBC News. COVID, how a picture of my foot became anti-vaccine propaganda. See, and so that picture is not safe for life. It is a rough 
It's rough. Not safe for life. Um, Yeah, it's not safe for life. This reminded me, incidentally, do you remember many years ago from our first podcast? I was thinking about this, yeah. yeah. There was these things, uh, back when we did our very first podcast, Everyone's a Critic, and we would talk about skeptical issues in addition to reviewing movies and do a very, doing a very bad job of both of them. Um, yeah, never doing anything good. <laughs> there, was, yeah, there were these yeah. things that were being sold, these detox foot patches. Yeah. And they were, they were all over TV at the time. I don't know what the fuck it was, but you supposedly you'd put on these fucking detox foot patches and then you wait a hour, whatever it was, and then you take off these foot patches and you look at them and they looked a fucking horror. Oh, They yeah. turned like black and green and like all kinds of fucking funky and supposedly that was all the schmutz and toxins and fucking That's pulling out of your body. Bad yeah. vibrations or whatever. Because it comes out of your feet for some reason. All the rest of your body's fight. Rudy Giuliani leaks it out of everywhere, but <laughs> the you, rest of us. It only comes out of your feet. Yeah. So I, I bought a whole shit ton of these things just out of curiosity. I just bought like like three or four packages of these things. And I was just like, I'm going to slap these fucking pigs all over my whole body. So I put them yeah. on my feet. I put them on my nipples. I put them on my back, on my arms, everywhere. And what it is, is they're incredibly uncomfortable and they don't breathe at all. So whatever you put them on sweats. And then they yeah. just, I put some in the sink and poured water on them. And they all look exactly the same. They turn black. They all they turn, turn black. They all yeah. turn black. And I, I saw this and I actually thought of that same thing because what it is is using something that has nothing to fucking do with the problem and recaptioning a photo. Yep. That's really yep. all this is, is taking a photo of something bad and then putting a caption on it and being like, yeah, you can caption fucking anything. Well, you know, she she was part of the yes. Pfizer trial, yep. right? So she gets the thing and they did say one of the side effects was medical eject medicine ejection through the skin or something like that was one of the side effects and it happened coincidentally she got these really gnarly blisters on the back of her feet at a time when she was in the trial and so she uh gets this thing put up a a a, a gofundme gets put up not by her by somebody else they take pictures of her and then they talk about her being in the covid trial yep. And I think in some ways to sort of drum up a little more money and, you know, the person was a little savvy thinking there's going to be people out there that want to Mm -hmm. give money based on this to try to, you know, boost the signal. And she got a lot of money based on it. And then they, the, they went through and they looked and they saw that she was one of the saltwater people. She was placebo. Yep. She got the placebo. They went through and looked and found she was placebo. And then, and then afterwards, she's like, oh, fuck. I, I didn't realize how bad this was going to be. And now she's, now she's doing a mea culpa, which is essentially, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do this. But, you know, the damage is done. This picture's out there. Yep. And, you know, I, I, receive, I receive, I can't tell you how many different, different times a week, I'll get private messages. I'll get uh, emails. People will send me stuff, and it will it will be fake. I'll see it on our on our Facebook mm-hmm. on our private Facebook page. People will post stuff, and it's completely fake. And they think it's real. And then all it takes is ten seconds of googling to find out it's fake. Yep. But they didn't bother to do that extra step, and nobody else will either. And this is a group of people that should be skeptical, right? This is a group of people, our audience, who should be skeptical. They get fooled because they want to believe it. So what do you think is going to happen? happen outside in the world. The retraction never gets as much press as the uh, the nope. actual 
whole story. No, and the thing is that people are going to continue. Part part of the problem too is that news now doesn't exist in a way that um, is responsible. It's a, it's it news is now a never ending cycle. So what I mean by that is it's not just you know you 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 turn on the TV or you get a newspaper. It's dated Tuesday. On Tuesday you read it, and then on Wednesday you throw that newspaper in the garbage, and then you have to remember it or recall it or retell the story. Everything stays now in perpetuity. So this story, even though you debunk it on Wednesday, if somebody repeats it on Thursday, you got to debunk the fucking thing on Friday. It's a never ending cycle. You can't possibly keep up with this shit. And you can, you can take something that happened like, Hey, I was in the vaccine trial and then this happened to my foot. Those things are true. That's true. She was in the vaccine trial. Then this thing happened to her foot. That sounds causal. And if you're not a critical thinker, if you don't say like, oh man, did this happen to your foot because of the vaccine? Did you actually get the vaccine or did you get the fucking placebo? Was there another cause? Like maybe according to this article, you had fucking shitty shoes that you were walking around in in the cold taking a walk. Like, are there other things that could cause nasty sores on your fucking biscuits? There's, we are not good at that kind of thing because we're headline driven social media driven society. Sure. And that's how we get our information. It's sound bites. It's less than a sound bite. It's, it's phrase bites. It's these tiny clips of four and five and six words. And then we're off left to reinvent the entire rest of the fucking story. And to your point before, man, this, these, this kind of nonsense is going to be shared by people uncritically with good intentions to try to keep other people safe. And it's going to cause people not to get the fucking vaccine because yep. they're going to be like, man, I don't want my biscuits to rot or whatever happened. Yeah, to that whatever fucking it is. Yeah, just- <laughs> and I think that a lot of that is good intentions. Yeah. It's just dumb fucking people. Happy holidays, everyone. We know you're excited to get all wrapped up and jingle these bells. Matter of fact, slow it down. Ooh, got some sexy new ad copy for you from Adam and Eve. What better way to celebrate the holidays than putting Adam and Eve back into Christmas Eve? I assume that means they want us to keep the holiday sexy and original by using some classic sexy lines from, that's right, the Bible. Mmm, a reading from Thong of Thongs. Hey girl, your breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle, which is hot. Oh dear. Another reading. Your stature is like that of the palm, and your breasts are like clusters of fruit, meaning they come in a bunch of between 5 to 15 nuts per tree. Yeah, uh, here's another one. Hey, boy, my lover is to me a sachet of myrrh resting between my breasts. Is that like teabagging? I don't know what that, but here's another one. 
Hey girl, I am a wall and my breasts are like towers. Thus I have become in your eyes like one bringing contentment. Wow, hot. Maybe there's one that's not boob related. Uh, oh, blow on my garden that its fragrance may spread abroad. Let my lover come into his garden and taste its choice fruits. That's hot. Uh, we all know what garden means, right? It's like the butthole or something. Um, I got a better one. Hey, beloved, put your hand by the hole of my door and my bowels will move for you. Definitely butthole. A classic recommendation coming in from Ezekiel. Talk dirty to your lover. Wow, whose members were like those of donkeys? Ooh, and who's gonna issue like it was that of horses? Oh, I'm longing for the lewdness of my youth when the Egyptians handled my bosom and pressed my breasts. Dang, Ezekiel. <laughs> Better call him Freakiel. Get, see what I'm putting down? Um, oh shit. Cut the bells. I read the ad copy wrong. Uh, what better way to celebrate the holidays than putting a little Adam and Eve back into your Christmas Eve by going to adamandeve.com and using code GLORY for 50% off almost any one item and free shipping delivered so discreetly to your door. If you're thinking about getting your stocking stuff this holiday season, make sure to go to adamandeve.com. Tell them Zeke the Freak sent you. But but use code GLORY at checkout. Nailed it. Fuck is hate us because they ain't us. They hate us because we ain't us? What the fuck does an ain't us have to do with they this? They hate us because they ain't ain't us that's not what it is yes it is no it's not they hate us because we is us and what we is doing is fucking terrible they fucking hate us because they ain't stop us stop saying that hate us because they ain't us they don't hate us because they, they ain't us they don't hate us i'm they used to it they hate us because they ain't us stop, stop, it. stop it don't say it again i love this story so much this story is also from Newsweek. Roger Stone says North Korean boats delivered ballots through main what? harbor. What now? As Trump boosts fraud claims. First of all, why the fuck would you go from North Korea to Maine? That's it feels like that's a, a long weird way direction. It's like feels like did they just go right through the earth? Yeah, I, did they do one of those a, straight through? Like, yeah. sir, we could go to the west coast. No. Go around. <laughs> Fuck you. That's so much harder, sir. Fuck you. We've got ballots. Yeah. Deliver them to Maine. Yeah. Uh, Maine <laughs> doesn't even make sense as a place. Fucking deliver them to Maine. Fuck you. I'm sorry. It's not a battleground, sir. Just what did I say? I will shoot you with an aircraft Jeez. gun. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in charge? <laughs> Look, it's either me or my sister. I'm in a coma. I'm not sure who's what? in charge, actually. <laughs> What? So here's what here's what Stone said. I just learned of absolute incontrovertible evidence of North Korean boats delivering ballots through a harbor in Maine, the state of Maine. 
Then he says, and I love this because a moment ago he said, I have absolute incontrovertible evidence. Then the next sentence is, if this checks out, well, everything that's absolute and incontrovertible would fucking check out. Yeah, that's what necessarily. It, yeah, that's how it works. I can I can I just say too, this is also falling back to what we said earlier with the, you know, uh the cognitive dissonance that keeps happening. You know, we're at uh, simultaneously at our uh, uh, on our best uh communication level ever with North Korea because Trump is such a genius and simultaneously they're trying to to uh to ruin our elections, yeah. to to thwart our elections. Thank you. And it, on the same fucking, in the same set, we aren't you the same guys that pump fucking Trump's balls all the time that he's doing such a great job by talking to these dictators and yet they're still trying to thwart us. But don't worry, Trump knows the guy and they have a beautiful relationship. Don't you want, Cecil, just as a matter of course, if your enemy, if your fucking, if your fucking arch nemesis in the world, Cecil, was like, yeah, you know who should Eli be in Bosnick. charge? Yeah. That guy. Wouldn't you be like, well, that's the guy I don't want to be in charge. Yeah. Why? Because exactly. my enemy wants him to be in charge. Sure. My yeah. enemy doesn't have my best interest at heart. That's why they are, wait for it, the fucking enemy. <laughs> if they, what the fuck? When North Korea and Russia are working to get Trump elected, shouldn't that give everybody pause? Like, wow, our enemies want that guy in charge. That must make us weaker than them or they wouldn't want that that's how <laughs> enemies work what the fuck uh, what world yeah. you have to live in a world if you're roger stone where simultaneously you have to say our enemies want this guy to be in charge don't you think that's a problem right what why i i fucking hate roger stone so uh. much i just want him to go away too Eventually, he was supposed to go away, but he got pardoned. I know, so, I know. Um, With his fucking but, weird Nixon tattoo. Oh, God. Weird. God. You're weird, man. You fucking, Batman is a fucking comic book, dude. You can't yeah. be a fucking comic book villain in real life. Mr. Glass <laughs> is an M. Night Shyamalan thing. He, seriously. Weirdo. You're seriously, weird. 100% looks like the penguin. It does. He looks like the penguin. He dresses so like the penguin. He wears a top dresses hat like and the tails. Penguin. Same thing. It is the penguin. Fucking weirdo. You married the most, 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 most genius man in the whole world, Kanye West. I miss you all. Don't forget to say your prayers. So this story comes from comicbook.com. Netflix's Tiger King star Joe Exotic reaches out to Kim Kardashian for help getting a pardon from Donald Trump. That is... A sentence I read out loud. But think about that for a second. That is a sentence. Here, I'm going to add a little color to it, Cecil. I'm going to reread it, and I'm going to add a little color to it. You ready? Okay, go ahead. All right, yeah, I'm ready. staying true. Netflix's Tiger King star, Joe Exotic, reaches out to Kim Kardashian, wife of birthday party presidential <laughs> candidate rapper Kanye West, for help getting it departed from Donald Trump. Still a true uh, thing that I said. Nothing I just, I just said is not straight 2020 facts, motherfucker. 2020 has been hell, but this entire headline is 2020's abortion. <laughs> it's, it's what's in the tube when you suck 2020's essence out of 2020. Uh, That's what's in the tube. Yeah. I, I'm... 
you read this and you don't even you don't even know where to begin on the idea that we have anything left to be farcical about. Do you think do you think Trump will give him one? A pardon? Yeah. You know, the world is fucking weird enough, Cecil, that I kind of do. I kind <laughs> of I'm not even kidding. I kind of think he's just going to randomly pardon weirdos. I really, really do. Famous weirdos, though. Yeah, famous, right. uh, not randos. Not just no, some. No, not no, just no. Gonna yeah. He's not just going to spin a dial of all the people that are in like a fucking like a grand prize game or a Price is Right type <laughs> dial. It's not going to be like having the, the card in your spokes when you were a right. kid. It's not going to be like that. But it, he is he is going to look at all the famous people that he can get that will then be his. Because, you know, look at Blago. Yeah. Yeah. You know? You're right. That was weird. That was just a weird, Fuck random. Blagojevich. Fuck Blagojevich in the ass anyway. But then as soon as it happened, look at what he did. He went out and he had a, you know, $700,000 me steak dinner or whatever for Trump. Yep. He held a fucking True. rally for him. Yep. Because... Because Trump knew that he could he could then motivate people and say, look at this Democrat that's on now on my side because he knows how, you know, he knows who I am. Same thing happened. There's another guy who got the on the stage too. He wasn't a a a, a someone who he pardoned, but he had a Democrat on stage who happened to be an ex-Democrat or whatever from uh from I think it was Alabama or something like that that was on stage during his crazy uh, convention this year, we had those people who were pointing guns at people oh my to God. give them the keynote or whatever. Uh -huh. <laughs> Wackaloons that, and that woman who was like the best is <laughs> like all those yeah, fucking wackaloons screaming into an empty fucking oh, conference room. All those terrifying people. Yeah, but but he basically had a had a had he had he he loves to do that, and so this is a perfect opportunity for him to signal boost how great he is. So I kind of yeah. do think he will. I think he might actually pardon him. I I kind of do too. Joe Exotic has become kind of a trash hero, like yeah. an American trash hero, and yeah. so there. Why not pardon him if you're Trump? Why not the rest of us? And they the did people who don't think it's appropriate are gonna be like, man fucking what of all the weird yeah. shit that happened this year i'm not gonna fucking get my fucking panties in a wad over joe exotic going free i think it's wrong but sure. of all the things to worry about there's no harm in it there's only upside because he's become this kind of weird yeah. cult celebrity trash hero yeah he's like a, he's like a weird folk hero i it's because the way they they film that uh, that Netflix special made him look like someone who's always been kicked around, always downtrodden. But when you watch the actual footage and you see what kind of an asshole that guy is, thank you. You know, but they did a good job of trying to make him look like the underdog, right. and he was always getting dogpiled on by these other people. But then you think, yeah, well, all those people are scummy too. But he is also scummy. It doesn't stop him from being a scumbag. Yeah, he's it's just the scummy. You know, yeah. Maybe maybe sometimes scumbags have people plotting against them. That may happen, but doesn't make them less a scumbag because right. they have enemies. Like it doesn't even make any sense. But they did a really good job of making it. And, and because your brain has to, you know, we're, we're trained. And these documentaries are really good about this. You know, there's so many documentaries out there that set you up to make you feel a certain way and you've got to pay attention to the source material if you're going to search for it 
um, to really pay attention to make sure you're not being played because documentaries can really sway you yes. in that way. Yep. And then you also enter it with there's, you know, we watch everything. There's a good and a bad. And yeah, sure. We watch some things that have some moral gray area, but a lot of stuff we watch, there's a good and a bad guy. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you're watching a documentary. It's the same format. Now, is there a good and a bad guy? Yeah. Well, yep. Now we now I've got to place people in those positions. Yeah, they're they're definitely they're trying to tell a story and they're creating a protagonist and you know generating an arc and all of that kind of yep. stuff. And they yep. they did yeah. a fine job of that. I I do think that Joe Exotic, a part of me thinks that Cecil not because of any reasons, but just because 2020 is so weird, just so weird that maybe appealing for some reason to Kim Kardashian, whose husband <laughs> gave her, by the way. A, a fake, what was it? A, a, hologram, a hologram of her dead hologram. father talking about how great her husband was. Jesus Christ. Like the, there's nothing weirder than all of these things. There's just nothing I, more surreal. So I think it's going to happen. Here's how I hope the announcement goes though. Kim Kardashian announces it on Instagram twerking. Oh. If that happens, then I think That's uh, then it. 2020, 2020 That's at it. that point has just laid its chips on the table and it's all in. What do you 2020 is all in. What do you think the next big social media um so obviously Trump Trump used Twitter as his means of communicating very very important policy and and hiring decisions to the American people <laughs> in the middle of the night randomly with no notice to the people he was hiring yeah, that's or That's not weird. That's not weird. Yeah. So that was that was Trump's um random social media bullhorn of choice. What do you think it'll be next? Do you think it'll be TikTok? It'll be like eight second like, dance videos of everything that we're going to do. <laughs> Biden has to come out and say all policy in eight seconds. <laughs> He's got to do like less more than like eight looping seconds. fucking videos sorry, of it too. Over. Like, sorry, your policy's over. It's it. way too long. Way too long. You have to, you have to cut it down. To be honest, I actually would prefer if we legislated through TikTok, then you couldn't put all the pork shit in there. <laughs> then you couldn't, then you couldn't tie stimulus to businesses getting, you know, trickle down stimulus right. to us True. or whatever yeah. the fuck they did last time when they said, don't worry, you guys will get it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> whatever when, they did. When all the lobbyists get their money, then whatever's yeah. left over goes to the people that live here. Yeah. Trickle America. down stimulus. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. Fuck sure. us. Trickle down has been working so long. <laughs> Let me tell you, my mascara is trickling yeah, down. No That's shit. what's been happening. It's fucking someone's got to get me a fucking tissue. So small. That's one of the surprising things about it. Can I touch it? Ooh. It's so light. Of course it is, Jen. The internet doesn't weigh anything. <laughs> no, of course it doesn't. <laughs> so here we go, buddy. This is from The Verge. This, this is this is amazing. So amazing. People are putting their router. <laughs> okay, I'll try. Hold on. People are putting their routers in jail to protect themselves <laughs> from jail. harmless Wi-Fi. Do not pass go. Do not collect internet signal. This yeah. is spectacular. So there are people um, who are preying on the, the fucking bizarro world fears that people have of Wi-Fi. And they're saying, yeah. oh, well, what yeah. you got to do then is you got to put your router in a Faraday cage. <laughs> and what a Faraday cage is, is essentially like a metal box um, like a mesh metal box that does not allow electrical signals to pass through it, mm -hmm. uh, which means that your Wi-Fi doesn't work from your router, stupid. 
It's basically saying, I'm afraid of my Wi-Fi. Do you have a hammer I can use to smash my fucking router? What I love is the reviews and how people are so indignant that it's not actually, that it's that it's yeah, actually working, they're right? Internet. They're indignant. They're upset. They wanted all the signal. I know. They want all the signal, but they just don't want the signal. And <laughs> they don't know how to separate <laughs> those two things. They're just stuck in this. That I think it's so beautiful to watch people. Because they, because look, they genuinely want, Wi-Fi. Yeah. They don't want to give up Wi-Fi. That's why they're buying this fucking weird box to stick their fucking router in because they want the actual product. They just are fucking weirded out because they think the the, the waves are going through your, your body. Newsflash for you folks. There's all kinds of fucking waves going through your body every moment of the day. Well, I love, I love that they want their Wi-Fi to work. At the same time that they don't want their Wi-Fi yep. to work. They, but they want it. They want yeah, the, but the they complaint don't. is but they I, want I it. I put this cage. But they don't. I don't want Wi-Fi. I don't want this fucking, you know, radiation. Well, that's what Wi-Fi is. Well, I don't know that. And yeah. I'm afraid. <laughs> so what I want is a cage around my Wi-Fi. Yeah. So the thing you could sell these people though is you could sell them a cage that is an incomplete Faraday cage. You could sell them a box they put around their Wi-Fi, and as long as their router still works okay, they would have no way to know. It's like they're walking around with any other way to test the radiation. The, the test is, do you have Wi-Fi? Here's the thing, Tom. I think this is, here's what you got to do. So what you need to do is you need to create, and I, they might even have them, a uh, something that fits on the end of a uh, uh, Ethernet that's small and and does short range Wi Fi, right? So a tiny little thing that sits on the end of an Ethernet, and then out of the main router comes <laughs> these cords, and then you just put a little tiny Wi Fi next to your thing, or you just plug the cord in. You just put ports so that they could get the cords oh, out. I love and you could Ethernet plug in. So you make them go back in time to when we had to plug, plug everything things in. Ah. <laughs> oh. Do you remember how much of a headache it used to be just to plug shit in? All the time. You're literally taking away all of the convenience of Wi-Fi. Right. So you could have a no-fi. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. I have to stand here like a fucking old person in the 90s oh, connected to the... God. What? Are you... Why do I, we, I love, too, that they go happen? online. My favorite thing is they go online oh, to publish yes. reviews. How are so you delicious. online? <laughs> My guess is you're on your phone or otherwise on Wi-Fi. There's a there's a character in Better Call Saul that uh, thinks he's susceptible to electromagnetic waves and can't be around lights, and he has to wear this this solar suit oh all the God. time wherever he oh goes because he's super phobic. All the electricity in his house is is off and all that stuff. And I just keep thinking, this is this guy. Yeah, this guy, right. he's got to walk around. When he walks around outside, he's he's looking at the street lights and he's cringing from the street lights and he's cringing when somebody oh turns a God. fluorescent bulb on and you've got it. You can't have any phones that work. And, you know, these people just feel so fucking exhausted, yeah. you know? <laughs> You know, because yes. there's no proof whatsoever that this does anything to you. You know, that, but, and, and let me tell you, 
there's a great fucking swath of humanity that right now has a fucking Wi-Fi router in their house and there's nothing that's coming out that's saying you're getting sick from this, right? There's no giant, you know, we we figured out asbestos was making people sick. You know, like, like you would be able to figure this out pretty quickly, you know, if suddenly your feet had giant blisters on it because you had a fucking Wi-Fi well, router. also like everywhere that you go has Wi-Fi everywhere, right? Everywhere. Right. Put your phone on, scan for Wi-Fi and drive. You are inundated all of the time. You go to the grocery store. They have Wi-Fi at the grocery store. Every restaurant, every coffee shop, every office building. Most of the time, you're not at home unless there's a pandemic. So outside of 2020, notwithstanding, most of the time, most people aren't spending the bulk of their day at home anyway. It's it's like shielding yourself from something that happens like 7% of the time. (laughs) It's so weird. So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons, but we will thank them next week because we recorded early this week and (laughs) Ian did not put the names in. So we will thank you next week. But this is a perfect opportunity, folks, uh, to get your name in there so we can read it next week. This is a great opportunity for you to... Uh, become a patron, become someone who we mention on the show, and uh, and it would help us out immensely too. It's the spirit of giving. It's the season of giving, folks. It is. So and, give some uh, money to us. We give a lot of money to Ian. And so we, <laughs> we need you to replenish that money and give it to us on occasion too. So uh, so uh, you can become a patron at dissonancepod.com or you can go to patreon.com slash dissonancepod and become a patron on a per episode basis. And you get uh, tons of free audio every week, extra audio that we uh, we do live streams and all that live stream audio goes directly to uh, to your podcast player. And uh, Ian puts out his commercials. You don't have to listen to him in the show if you don't want to, but you can go afterwards and listen to him. Uh, he posts all of them. Tom posts uh, readings from his blog. So we've got all these extra stuff that we give you every month. Uh, so if you become a patron, uh, it's not just being nice. You're actually getting something out of the deal. So we'd, we'd love to have you. Got a message uh, from Modest Needs that we want to tell people about. Uh, it looks like between, uh, so beginning January 1st, 2021, there's going to be a lot of people who are uh, on the verge of homelessness. They right have a, all matched gifts right now up to $150,000. It's a nationwide goal. Everything is matched. So that's it's, amazing. It's all matched. So your your dollars are worth double right now at Modest Needs. We know we just did a uh, a little uh, uh, fundraiser for the Senate, and uh, you can still donate to that. But if you if you uh, if you want to donate to somebody this this holiday season and hopefully help somebody from uh, from falling into poverty, you can go to modestneeds.org. And uh, you can donate and all your money's doubled. You know, really, there is no organization, there's no charity, I think, that we like working with more than not modest needs. It's a beautiful organization. It really is. And the guy that runs it, Keith, is a tremendous human being. You can trust that your money goes directly to helping people. Yeah. It's one of those things that you get to like, when you donate to modest needs, you feel really immediately gratified because you know you're helping somebody you know, at a very ground level kind of a thing. It's a wonderful organization if you're looking for a place to give this year. And you get a chance to sort of interact and be sort of introduced to that person because you can go on their website and look and find someone whose story touches you. 
We got an image. Uh, this was sent to us from Neve. I would normally pronounce that Namaya, but it's Neve, evidently. I think that's what it was <laughs> last time they said. This is actually the secret of Neve. Yes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they sent an image of Obama at the tiny desk. God, he doesn't look like a douchebag at all. I, it's know? amazing. Doesn't look like a douchebag at all. Gosh, it just, you know, you just, some people just, no matter what, whether the desk is tiny or big, doesn't matter what kind of <laughs> desk you have around you, you're still a douchebag. Look at him sitting at that desk with his normal sized hands. Normal Look size. Normal size. It, I mean, his hands yeah. are sizable in comparison to the rest <laughs> of his body. Uh, we got a message from Angela and Angela says that the thing that always fascinates them about people who scream about voter fraud is that they always claim things are happening that could not possibly happen, which means they don't know how voting works, which means they don't fucking vote. And I will tell you yep. every time I hear these people say, well, that's just how you, I, I think to myself, have you ever fucking voted before? Do you know yeah. what goes into it? <laughs> when, when they're like, well, they, when they're checking your ID, go away. Yeah. You don't, you've yep. not done this. Yep. You don't get to play here. Yep. No. Nope. When I went to when I go in every time I I specifically don't show them my ID and I've been asked Do they for ask? It. I've been asked for it once. Somebody said, "Do you have ID?" and I said, "I don't need to show you my ID." Uh and they said, "Oh, no, no, I just thought it'd be quicker." And I said, "I'll spell my name for you, don't worry. I know I know how to spell my name. I'll spell it for you, you know." But <laughs> uh but the uh they the, I have been asked one time uh and I refused. I, I specifically I did I did the I did, Tom, I totally did. I'm not being detained. I can spell my name. I, I can spell my fucking name. 100% did I'm not being detained to them. It was awesome. It was, like, <laughs> it was my only sovereign citizen moment of my life. And I was very proud of it. But, I just love it. Like I can spell my fucking name. Yeah, no, I got I it. I got it. I'm I've good. been spelling it my whole yeah. life. I'm good. I, I know what birthday I was born on. I'm good. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's funny because you think, you know, you, I have to come in with, with information about myself. I can't just walk in and not know that stuff. And right. do people vote onesie twosie voter fraud? Yeah, it happens on occasion. Sure, there's onesie twosie voter fraud, but the amount of voter fraud, what I don't get and what I still can't figure out with this voter fraud thing is do they think that oh, that Biden didn't win the popular vote too? Is that what they think? Do they think there's just like, there's been massive voter fraud everywhere, all across every state, but they're only paying attention in the places where it actually mattered? Or do that's they think that- That's a good question. You know, I don't know what they think. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't, I wonder about that. I, I, I I'm curious because, because if they didn't, have that kind if they if because if it only mattered in those states, then that's such a weird coordinated effort to get yeah. five million people. I mean, shit, you could just we talked about it before. George Soros could just set people up six months in advance ahead of the fucking election. He could set up 30, 40,000 people in a fucking giant commune somewhere where they could just fucking wait, wait it out and get monthly checks until they get go to vote. It doesn't and that would that would would that even be illegal? Six months in advance, if they were getting paid by George Soros to live there. If they were employees of his, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how illegal that would be. I don't think so. I, I genuinely don't. I yeah. don't know because huh. because you know you can. I even think too that you can reward someone. I thought I read this week, and again, I don't know if this is true because I'm not a fucking law talking guy, and I also don't know. <laughs> I don't know if this is if this is a, a true thing. But I remember somebody saying or reading somewhere that you can pay someone or reward someone for voting, but you can't pay or reward them for voting a certain way. So okay, if somebody comes sense. out 
of a polling place, there can be incentive for them to go, but there's you can't sort of decide who they vote for. Do you know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's even, interesting. So yeah, so as long as still, you, yeah, as long as you say like, uh, look, you vote for who you want to vote for. Yeah. But just letting you know that I've been paying your salary for six months. Right. <laughs> and I, I bought you all those brand now. My name's George Soros and I bought you all those brand new protest signs for Antifa. And so right. you, you know, one hand washes the other. You rub my back, I'll rub yours. So You can vote whoever you want to vote for. When you leave the Biden compound, you can vote for whoever yeah. you want to vote for when you get on the Harris bus. Um, I'm not exactly. telling you who to Look, vote for. It's fine. I'm just saying, look into my eyes, Dominion, Dominion, Dominion. <laughs> God. So uh, also we want to let people know we still have our Act Blue page up. So you can still go to dissonancepod.com slash save the Senate. Uh, and it goes to Act Blue and you can still donate to either one of those runoff candidates. That uh, I'm just going to leave that up until I'm going to close it down. I think the day before the election or maybe a week or so before the election, uh, I'll close it down. Uh, but yeah, you can still go there and vote. And people have been, there's been a trickle, a slow trickle every day. People have been voting little bits here and there. So if you wanted to donate some money there, there's a that's a great place to donate some money. Did you watch either of those fucking debates that they had? One of I them did wasn't not. even no, a debate. No, I read about them. One of them wasn't even a debate. The guy didn't even show up. He just, he the, the opponent didn't even show up. It, the guy just stood there and answered questions. The, per, uh, the person who's actually running, Ossoff, uh-huh. showed up, but Purdue never showed up. And so they just asked Ossoff questions for, a full hour. And Thanks the for the other, free press conference. Oh my God. The other one, that fucking, that fembot, Lofner <laughs> or whatever. Unreal. She just, every time she spoke, oh she, would say, she would say, she would say, radical liberal Raphael Warnock wants to take away your children. Radical <clears throat> liberal Raphael Warnock. She oh said, she, she never referred to him any other way than radical liberal Raphael Warnock. That's what she said every single time. At Smart a certain point, her. it felt like it felt like it was it was just weird, like one of those weird movies by uh, by that guy who makes movies that make no sense. You know what I'm talking about? Um, oh, Lars uh, Lars von Trier. No, the other guy, uh, the guy who did uh, the guy who did uh, uh, Twin Peaks, whatever that guy's name is. Oh, David Fincher, right? David Fincher. It's like a Fincher movie. Uh, that was actually David Lynch, co-creator of Twin Peaks. At a certain point, you're watching, you're just thinking, this is fake. This is, is she a real person? Is, <laughs> is it just a, is it just a really well done articulated puppet? It is crazy. It is insane. You can watch a supercut of her just saying, Raf, uh, radical liberal Wa- Raphael Warnock. She, it, oh my she God. says it 25 times in a row because say, they supercut it together. It's insane. It's, you know what? It's, it's, it's not probably a bad strategy though. Yeah. You know, g- given what we know about, about repetition and its ability to influence people's attitudes. I guess that's true. Got a message from uh, Tankard and he said, what's the Patreon goal for Ian and Gary to have their own spinoff mini mini series? We already have that set up. That's $5,000 an episode. Uh, You're already a patron Tankard. So all you have to do is just up your patronage by a couple (laughs) thousand dollars an episode. (laughs) And uh, we'll be there. That's it. And then that's yeah. it. The spinoff series is set. So you don't worry. That Just, thing. It's all it takes. Yeah. So it's like privately funding an entire Indiegogo campaign. Really? Just Come yourself. on. It's nothing, guys. It's nothing. Wait, okay, how about this? How about this? Guys on Patreon, just post and say, hey, let's all just do this together. And then you guys can all just bring it up together. You know, many hands make light work. That's what they say. <laughs> and nobody's going to make 
Nobody's going to make Ian work like the patrons. That's all I'm saying. Nobody. <laughs> you get the whip. It's good Run stuff. Run him through his fucking paces, guys. Got a message from Dan, and he's in the UK, and he sent us an, a place that's called Glory Hole Antiques in... Ugh. Is it Leicester? 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 Lester? I don't know. I think it's pronounced Leicester for no reason. Whatever. It's in England. Yeah. So nobody's going to go there anyway. Leicestershire Sarah. Yeah, Leicestershire sauce. Leicestershire Sarah had sent in a article, and I'm just going to read the, the, the headline because it's the greatest headline ever. Six home recipes for holiday eggnog that are just as disgusting as the store. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a fake paper. Oh, it's hilarious. Great. It's super funny. So funny. <laughs> the first one is mayonnaise and a candle. <laughs> Literally amazing. That's so good. Amazing. So good. We got, a, <laughs> we got a message. This is from Frank. And Frank took a picture, I guess, uh, his top podcast. Spotify told him what his top podcast was. And we were his top podcast. And he listened to 44 episodes, which is not every episode this year. Frank, we just want to let you know <laughs> that you missed some episodes and you should go back and send us a new image. That's all I'm saying. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he listened to in one month. Oh my God. Uh, we got a message from I can't do it. I can't do it, but Noah can do it. Uh, Noah's good at the, it. The Icelandic volcano sent a message and he said, do you not add, all add water to Campbell's? They're concentrated, so you have to add another liquid. Yeah, even with that other liquid, one serving of that is 21% of your daily <laughs> sodium intake. And that's only one serving, and there's two and a half servings a can, so it's 50%. If you eat one can of Campbell's, it's 50% of your daily sodium intake. That in is one can of one can of soup. Yeah, I looked this up the, the other day. It's like some of those cans are 800 milligrams of sodium in a yeah. can. Yeah, 800 That's milligrams. just a block of salt. That's all it is. It's a block of salt that somebody fucking wrote chicken on the outside. It's like reaching into a container and instead of it being skull, just being uh, bouillon cubes and putting one between your <laughs> lip and gut. That's what it's like. Yeah. Wait, you don't do that? All right. So uh, that is going to wrap it up for this week. We want to let everybody know that we did our stream early this week. So we apologize. We said we were on Thursday last week, but we had to move it this week. So it's it's actually Wednesday. And it's going to be Wednesday for the rest of the year. Until the new year, it's going to be Wednesday because of the weird way that uh, that the two holidays, it's not weird because it happens every year that they're on the same day because um, they're seven days apart. It turns right. <laughs> um, New Year's New Year's Eve and Christmas Eve are both uh, on Thursdays this year. And so instead of interrupting your family time with uh, with people, we are instead moving our live streams to, uh, to Wednesday night for the rest of the year. So, uh, so come join us Wednesday night. Maybe some people who have never joined us because they had to work like on Thursday or something might want to come join us and hang out. So Wednesday night for the rest of the year at the beginning of next year, of course, they will be, uh, they will be going back to Thursday and you can always catch our live streams after the fact on Facebook and YouTube. They live there in perpetuity. So you can go check them out. But that is going to wrap it up for this week. We are going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. 
Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands. Bloody. Evidential. Conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.